0: This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle, Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics Hello and mediums and who bravely wishes, share their power in
1: dead people. and give Jamie you heard.
0: insight and into what conversations with dead people really look to like.
1: Spend some it's time probably not what you think. My favorite
0: sometimes hilarious, uh, sometimes is airing, macabre, the day
1: before my birthday, and always and So I wanted it to be a little bit special, so we're completely organic, off the cuff, just here for some really magical and dynamic conversation. And I have a pretty good authority that some spirits are planning to join us today also. So I would like to introduce Martine Emmons and Beth I. Chifano. Did I say that right?
2: You did. Yeah. And I didn't have my name up there either. So you remembered. (laughs)
1: Awesome. So Martinet, would you introduce yourself to us? Tell us a little bit about you and some of the magical stuff you do in the world.
0: Okay, thank you so much for having me. This is totally exciting. I've been wanting to be on your show for a while. And Beth, it's awesome to be here with you too. So um, I am a proud mama of three. And for a four kid as well, <laughs> but proud mom of three, um, 24, 22, and 18 year old boy. Um, I am married, and um, I I'm a ocean lover, nature person, and um, I in in this world, what I love the most is coaching, mentor coaching. I've had the privilege of coaching since I in since about 2014, and um, I I love it. There's nothing more amazing to me than being there and supporting people and breakthroughs and just, just doing this work in this world to serve others. And most recently, well, actually, it's been a couple of years now, but I've taken the fact of um, people that I've worked for, I was a virtual assistant as well. I've taken the, one of the things that I do is get people TED Talks. And it started out with my master coach getting a TED Talk for him, and then consecutively for other people I work for. And this is another form of coaching to me because I get to put people out on the world with magnificent stories, with magnificent dreams, with also the hope of serving people as well. So yeah, it, it's a it's a pretty cool, pretty cool venture. <laughs> yeah what about your podcast oh yes my podcast as well i also get to be the host of a radio show called transformation with Martine, and i'm all about resilience of the human spirit that is me yeah i love it beth tell us a little about you
1: and make sure you you tell us about your new podcast too (laughs) (laughs) well
2: thanks jamie Um, I am the mother of three girls, two of them are bonus kids, and my daughter, um, that I birthed is 20, almost 24, and she has severe special needs and, um, really was the um, what catapulted me into the spirit world, um, and um, really paying, uh, um, I guess paying mind to spirit around me and guiding me. And, um, as a result of Hannah, I took a job as a teacher cause I was a lab tech for 10 years and then I had her, she had severe special needs. I had to stay home with her. And, um, when I had to go back to work, I needed to find a job where I'd be able to be with her. So I became a science teacher and I taught middle school science for 17 years. And about a year and a half ago, I met two amazing women, Jamie Hearn and Robin Eaton, who um, introduced me to energy and and kind of brought it all together. You and Robin really brought all the puzzle pieces together for me and opened my heart in a new way to energy and to spirit and my spirit guides and all that. And then I found um, Sean Smith through Robin. And now I've started my own business. I stepped away from teaching and started my own business, Rise Up to Transform. Um, And it's educational consulting and neurotransformational coaching. So it's a new world. It's literally been since June. June was my last day teaching. Um, So it's been a whirlwind the past three months, but I'm absolutely loving it and so excited for what's coming next for me. And yeah, my podcast is The Hats We Wear. And that's focused on just talking to people, connecting with people and finding out the hats that they wear. What what roles do you have and what are the hardships, what are the joys and how do you navigate them? So the purpose is really to connect, um, connect people, connect me to other people and to connect my listeners to whoever I have on as a guest that time. So things are happening for me
0: right now. Transformation is occurring. I'm excited for it.
1: So Beth, I love how Hannah has been an inspiration to you and you're working with some talent and gifts that is completely separate and apart from the path that Hannah has led you on. Mm -hmm. So how did you really start to notice that you were getting messages and information that weren't readily seen?
2: Um, right after I had, she was probably six months old. Um, I was struggling, really, really struggling. My marriage was not good and it was a really hard time. And I was just reading everything I could. It, for some reason, I just knew that spirit was the way to go and, and really looking into energy and, um, metaphysical things. And, I started reading more Sylvia Brown and watching, you know, John Edward, crossing over with John Edward, and just connecting that way. And I had the first visit from my grandmother at, um, at the same time. So I was opening up to it. Um, previously I had been connected, definitely connected to spirit and and talked to my grandmother. You know, can you find shot? And my cat was always forever running away. And I talked to my grandmother and I, cause I'd be upset. And I'm like, Grammy, can you please bring shadow home? And sure than anything, five minutes later, the the cat's at the door. So I always was connected that way and knew that there was um, more and got more guidance, but was not really in tune with it until Hannah, until I really was forced to find a reason and um, find a way through it because it was really challenging. I mean, it was really challenging, and um, I think that first step of of with John Edward and Sylvia Brown those really just opened me up to the possibility that there was more there and there was guidance. And I started seeing butterflies at six o'clock in the morning on the way to bring her to have her MRI when it was freezing out, like that kind of stuff. It just didn't make, it didn't make sense. There was absolutely more there. Why would I see a butterfly at the bottom of the stairwell at six o'clock in the morning when it's cold, it just wouldn't, you wouldn't. So um, it was, I latched onto it with all I had and really didn't open up, completely, and even know that I could talk to dead people until the class that I had in the energy work. Um, and you and Robin had given us an assignment to figure out what other people were holding over, you know, I call them up and say, okay, just grab something and let me see if I can figure out what you're holding. And I ended up starting to get messages from people that were dead. And, um, that was like, oh, this is different. Okay. This is different. So, and I was completely open to it and I was excited about it and I started to get stronger with it and really felt like I was helping people heal. And so Hannah really was the, having her was definitely the beginning of opening my heart to understanding this world of energy and spirit and what it can do and how it's guiding me and every single second of every single day, it's guiding me. So yeah, having her, I, I know I wouldn't be here if I didn't have her. As challenging as it is, I'm absolutely sure I would have just kept walking around in the
1: dark. Well, and I want to commend you for your bravery for taking action. Because so many people are on this path and they just kind of muddle along and mm-hmm. just do enough. They don't take bold, decisive action like you have. And it's, it's a, and you are definitely uh, a lighthouse for so many people. Thank you, Jamie. Martine. So <laughs> I see things in you that sometimes I feel like you don't quite see. And We'll we'll share with our audience that your sister is, is a very vocal presence for you. And sometimes she ropes me into the
0: conversation, too. Yeah. I've always sensed things, but not like I wish I could feel Kristen more. I don't. I wish I could feel my brother more. He's on the other side as well, or even my mother. But I don't really sense them as much. But what I do get is um, the more that I listen to intuition, the the more that I listen to what my heart and soul is telling me, I seem to get things, whether it's whether it's something is just so somebody's going to call me or something's going to happen. I get these things before they happen, but I don't have the um, I I, at least not yet. I'm not I don't know how to talk to spirits yet. I mean, that hasn't happened to me that I'm aware of, I guess. And and
1: everyone has a different strength. It's just Mm -hmm. like anything else in life. Like I played basketball, but if if you put me in, in a pool or something like that, some other athletic game, I I wasn't as good. Spirit is Mm -hmm. the same way. So Learning to listen to your intuition is huge. And a lot of people are just starting on that path. So that's, that's awesome that that's your experience. Um, not always is it going to show up with talking to dead people. Some right. people just have a magical ability to connect with live people. And I think you have that. Like You have a really supportive, nurturing, compassionate presence with so many people. And that really makes you a great coach. So I would like to know a little more about the coaching that you do because I've experienced it, but I think the world needs to know more about the master coach that you
0: are. Yeah. Hmm. Me, me describing myself is always really, really hard. What I say um, is that I am always the person that is goes with love. I mean, I am. And sometimes to the detriment of myself. I love people so deeply. Um, I've always been drawn to the hurting, to the people that are not believing in themselves, the people that don't feel like they can accomplish these great beautiful things that I mean it's to me it's so evident in them but they don't feel that in themselves those are the people that I'm drawn to and those are the people that I work with I feel like we all have been given this strength this ability this um, beautiful gift and sometimes we need that advocate we need that someone to help believe in us before we believe in ourselves and that's me with the, you know, master coach teachings of Sean Smith and Lisa Nichols, um, I've I've learned to really hone in on different skills to bring those things out of people. Um, but really, it's all inside of them. You know, I'm just I'm, I'm the guide on the side. Beth, you've,
1: you've experienced some of Martine's coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's my mentor, actually, in the program. So yeah,
2: and actually, the one of the classes that we just had, she was she was the, she was the coach in the demo. So yeah, I have I have experienced her. That's why it was what. Oh my gosh, she's on. She's gonna be on Jamie's podcast with me. I mm-hmm. had no idea. Um, but yeah, she's my mentor. Either I, one of us, Beth. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: she's my mentor at Best program ever. Yeah, coaching is just mm-hmm. it's just amazing, and and yeah. uh, and. Martinet does have a very easy energy about her, a very caring and laid back and loving energy about her. So I, her her clients are lucky to
1: be able to work with her. Thank you. appreciate that. The last coaching event that I was at in person was when we were in New York City, Martinet. And it was a really dynamic group of people. It was. I was so hoping. I got paired with Martinet for this one exercise. No, I didn't. I got paired with someone else, and it was a really difficult person. I was like, no, I want to go with Martinet. <laughs> I can't even. Oh, I think Jackie coached me in that in that session, but yeah, I always wanted I always wanted to be paired with her because she has such like a warm, nurturing presence especially for those of us who have mother wounds who are like oh someone sees us without judgment so <laughs> i mean i think that what you put into the world is magic martine thank you and
0: really you know how that. you
1: said you see things in people that they don't necessarily see mm-hmm. i kind of feel like that's how we see you like you dim yourself a little bit and I'm like, no, sister, you saw, you shine that beacon well, of amazing. light and love.
0: Well, Kristen keeps telling me that through you, doesn't she?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not wrong.
0: Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, she goes, she goes, listen, I'm never fucking wrong. I'm going <laughs> to tell you how it is. <laughs> She,
0: yep, she will. She'll tell you exactly. I wish I
1: what could remember. Yeah, she said something so sassy to me one time. I was telling Beth before. I wish I could remember what it was. I was almost embarrassed to say it to you, Martine. because <laughs> like you're, you're so so gentle and kind, and Kristen's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was that was in um.
1: um
0: more part california right it was at the was it the speakers training and the eccp um um the advanced eccp advanced i remember you're saying like you know come on over here i gotta tell you something and we're sitting in a um on a bench in a restaurant and <laughs> i wasn't surprised by it i'm like yeah it's my sister <laughs> i don't remember what it was either but
1: that's my sister but it's a perfect. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I just remember it being like pretty outlandish. And if yeah. I'm considering it outlandish, it was yeah. outlandish. Um yeah. but that's one of the aspects of of spirit. Like Beth, you probably experienced that. Sometimes mm-hmm. they say things to you and you're like, "You want me to say what?" And they're <laughs> like, "Yeah, that's that's my message." Like Yeah, they can be sassy. You're you're just the vehicle. Mhm. <laughs> Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so how do I bring um, that on, so, to I don't have that. I you... need... How do I bring that on? Well, bring, bring it, it to me, baby. You're, you're working, working on the sass yourself, right?
1: That is true. That is true.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I am. Um, I always tell people it's interesting to me to see how people are like, Oh, you know, I want, I want that experience. And, um, I'll I'll share a a challenging side of my own intuition and gifts. About six months ago, my mom had gone away and I was helping take care of my grandmother. So I wasn't parking in the garage and it was winter here in Pennsylvania. So it was, you know, snowy and cold. And my husband said, why aren't you pulling in the garage? I said, because I keep seeing visions of a house fire and I don't want to be responsible for killing my grandmother in a house fire. So this was like a Thursday that I told him that. And when I got up on Sunday morning, I learned that My friend's son and daughter-in-law had been killed in a house fire the night before. I was racked with guilt because I was seeing that fire. I didn't know it was them, but yet I felt a responsibility that I should have known it was them. And if I had the opportunity to intervene, who... Who am I to change the course of fate? Perhaps their free will. I, like That's not my place. But my human still felt so guilty that maybe I could have done something. So like, there's all this really cool shit that you see and learn and feel and, and know. But there's a side of it that is really challenging to deal with too. So I want to share that with everyone because that's a side of being psychic and a medium and connected to spirit that isn't readily talked about. But it's a, a very real side of it. Beth, have you had any experiences like that yet? I haven't had any experiences of
2: seeing something that was going to happen. I just have experienced feeling energy around me in times when I don't want the energy there, like in the middle of the night, because it can be scary. Um, and i think I think I told you during class that this happened. and and I it was the middle of the night. I felt an energy there, and I said, I'm trying to sleep. you You need to leave and come see me in the morning.' And no sooner did my bedroom door slam shut, you know, windows were not open. There's no breeze coming in. And I'm like, all right, you can be mad, but I'm not talking to you right now. I'm trying to sleep. So that kind of thing. Yes, definitely. Um, But I haven't had any experiences of seeing something and nor have I ever have any, I've never had that experience of seeing something that was going to happen. It's all just um, conversations with dead people when I am, when I'm connecting with someone, if I'm purposefully connecting, because I can turn it off as well. You and Robin helped me with that, actually. How to how to make that, how to, you know.
1: That's important that to me. That boundary is too.
2: really important.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because you don't want to be open all the time. That would be exhausting.
2: Mm-mm. No, no. And I also can't force it. You know, I can't say someone really wants to hear from someone. I can't, I can't just bring that person in. Whoever is going to come in is meant to come in. And that's the hardest thing. Cause it makes you feel like you don't, you're not doing your job. Like you're not doing what you are supposed to do when really you are, you're just the conduit. And I got out of my ego and I'm just the person that spirit is speaking through. And I have to, you know, remember that.
1: Yeah. And that is hard, especially when you start doing readings for people and they're like, but I really wanted to talk to this person. And you're like, mm-hmm. this person isn't, isn't the one here. So I can't force them to come.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or you get someone who's closed off and they, and they want to hear from this one person. So they're not listening to what you're saying and then nothing else comes through. It's like, it's like a, a hard stop. Like I, nothing else is coming through. I, I just, and I had that experience. I just keep kept seeing this young boy and he's like, nope, 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 nope. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing this young boy that got killed in a car accident. And that's all that it was showing me. And so I couldn't go any further. I, I You know, he wasn't, either it was for someone else around him or, you know, it was for somebody. somebody this little boy was trying to come through to somebody.
1: Well, and you never know when that person leaves your space, what's Mm -hmm. going to come up for them? Like that's happened to me. I left a reading and I I was really disappointed with what came through. And as soon as I sat down in the car, my guides were like, you know, Sam's really pissed at you because the the medium kept telling me, um, you know, the, the medium kept calling him Sam and I call him Samuel, who is my protector guide. So in my mind, I was like, I don't know anyone named Sam, and um, he was really offended that that I didn't, you know, take take the message from him. I'm like, whoops! So you don't know what kind of psychic amnesia is going to befall your your people.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> so, have you had anyone come through to tell you? information about how they passed yet?
2: Yeah. Yeah, actually I did. Um, I was working with someone and I kept getting, um, I kept seeing it cause I, I, um, I see, um, Claire, Claire, what is it, Jane? Um, Voyance. clairvoyance Voyance. clairvoyance is my, is my strength right now. Um, and I kept seeing this person falling in the bathroom and hitting her head And then walking into the bedroom and like collapsing on the bed. So I just kept, I kept seeing that. And the person that I was reading brought closure because they didn't know, they actually didn't know what happened, like how the person died. And so I just kept seeing it over and over and over again, this person falling, like collapsing and hitting their head. And that's, so a lot of times, yeah, that's something that's pretty strong with me that I do get. Um, I get a lot of, a lot of stuff around, uh, hospital stays, if they're short, if they're long, they died in a hospital, if they were bought by an ambulance. So I'm getting a lot of that. I have not gotten a lot of names dates. I'm pretty good with, but names are not a strength right now. Like I try to bring in a name, you know, like a letter, give me a letter for the name. Um, but yeah, the way people have died, definitely I have had more spirit, willing to share that than not. Um, I've not had any violent, like, um, I've had car accidents, but no, like gunshots or suicides or, um, stuff, you know, self-harm deaths. I have not
0: had yet. recently I was out with a friend who is a realtor
1: and we were looking at a property and I knew that there, it was a crime scene. And as soon as I stepped up on the porch, I knew what happened. The, like the overwhelming choking feeling of being strangled was too much for me. I couldn't go in the house. My husband was with us and he and and my friend, went inside and he gets out a black light. I was like, who the fuck are you? And like, (laughs) why do you have a black light? (laughs) Apparently he needs one for work. I don't know. (laughs) But he found it to be really fascinating. Like from from kind of a macabre curiosity, scientific perspective, like he, he had never had the opportunity to see Blood splatter on a wall, and like how it all yeah. fit. And meanwhile, I'm outside, like can't even step on the porch. I'm like, no, I can't do it because the feeling is just so intense. Even though I know it's not my feeling, mm-hmm. I, I it's sometimes hard to separate.
2: Yeah. So I've had definitely name, had that as you well. Want to go down
1: this path?
2: Exactly. <laughs> and Jamie, you're oh right because. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I, I had yeah, I could feel the way the people died. I could feel if they're they're not breathing right or if there's a pain in their leg and I've actually connected to people that way that were like not believers. I'm like, all right, I'm feeling a lot of pain in my left foot like out of nowhere. So yeah, it's it's not always pleasant or the nausea or the bad headaches. that person that fell, I had the worst headache. And then it would pass as soon as they validated, oh, that's, and then it would, it would go. So that was really, it's really interesting.
1: Yeah. And there is a skill in saying, uh, I'm willing to receive the awareness without experiencing the pain. Mm. Um, And that's a skill that I'm still working to strengthen. Yeah, and myself. I don't have that yet. <laughs> I don't have that yet because it's all new for me, really. Yeah, and, and, Beth, your journey has been at warp speed. Like it's been amazing to watch.
2: Yeah, really fast, really fast. I mean, since January, um, everything that's happened is unbelievable. With the mediumship, leaving my job, finding the coaching, starting a new business—it's crazy. It's awesome i think it's oh, so. awesome.
1: Oh. awesome right so martin a uh you are every uh, i know you walk regularly outside yeah. right I mean, so you have two energies with you and you know beth might get something more from from them also we have two energies who want to be invited to go on their walk on your walks with you they both cool show up anyway. Cause let's face it, Kristen needs no permission to do anything. <laughs> um, but, but they want you to invite them and talk to them and include them. They also want to have tea. And I've been getting this a lot more lately where spirit is asking that people physically acknowledge the presence of, of, whomever they're invoking, whether it's your higher self, a guide, a loved one, whomever, but literally put out a cup of tea for the people you're inviting in. It's your mom and Kristen. And Kristen's like, I would I would really prefer a little bourbon in the tea.
0: I can do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, your mom is... is your mom is not interested in booze in her tea, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't want a cup of wine. She doesn't uh, want a glass of wine, though.
0: No. She <laughs> wants tea,
1: not wine. <laughs> no, she said that's not necessary over here. Okay. <laughs> yep. Tea's fine. Okay. Um, well, it's interesting because most, most people still, when they come through in spirit, have a reflection of their human personality just so we can really understand them from our human perspective. But the vibration is so significantly different on that side of the veil that some of the human vices they had don't translate. So they don't, they have no need for them anymore. Um, And every, every spirit is different where they are in their transition and, and translation. I've enjoyed chatting with you girls today. And I hope that we've at least been entertaining for our audience members. Can you tell us where people can find you if they want to learn more
0: about the work you do, Martinet? Sure. Um, my website is being redone, but it gives you an idea. And that's just the www.martinaeemmons.com. The accent on my, the E does not show up on my website. So just M-A-R-T-I-N-E-E-M-M-O-N-S.com. And then my radio show is on Transformation Talk Radio, and that's every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then, um, yeah, I, I I love getting people on stage, too. So if you have a TEDx dream or just being on a stage overall, I help people with that, too. And awesome. coaching, always coaching. Yes. Any type, basically. I work with just about every type of thing going on that you want to accomplish. I'm there for you. If you've got a trauma,
1: Martinet can help you transform it.
0: That's it. I tell you. <laughs> yep. That's like swimming to the depth. That's me. Awesome. Beth, where
1: can people find you if they want to learn more about what you do? And my website is
2: riseuptotransform.com all one word, riseuptotransform.com. And you can find a link to schedule a mediumship reading, coaching, my blog is there that I write, and also the Hats We Wear podcast.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. I want to thank both of you for joining us. And I also want to thank our audience members for listening today. We'll see you next week on Witches, Bitches and Dead People, Peace and Badass Magic.
0: Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.